This is Matt Riddle, NXT Superstar, the King of Rose, and you're listening to Who Got Next. What's up, everybody, and welcome to Who Got Next, your weekly podcast bringing you all the news and reviews for the best brand going, NXT. My name is Phil Cataldo, but you can call me Philium alongside the queen of shade, MJ Santi. She messed up the clap before we started recording, (laughs) and it's one of those moments where I honestly wished I was recording the video because it was the funniest thing (laughs) that's ever happened to us pre-recording. But whatever, you guys, you hear her laughing, so you know she. it had to be really funny. But what's up? What's going on? <laughs> I actually was, like, so confident I was ready. Yeah, you were fun. But, you had, like, the eye of the tiger. But do you know what it is? I was face. half paying attention to you. So that's what, what it was. That's, that's half more than you normally do, so <laughs> there you go. <laughs> My bad. My bad. I'm doing well, though. That's all right. Um, so we, it was a very crazy week. For NXT this week, we had NXT uh, TakeOver Blackpool 2. We had some new signees. We had a great <laughs> episode of NXT. We had a lot of things that are starting to get set up for Worlds Collide, which is getting me really excited. I thought, honestly, and I'm going to be for real, I thought it was going to be the way Worlds Collide was last year during Mania, where it was just random, and I didn't think we'd get any build for the match. I thought it would just be like a best of show. Um but I'm actually really excited, and we're going to get into all that when we talk about our, the show this week. Um, but yeah, so how was your last week? I'm trying to think if I did anything. I don't think I did anything. I think I was pretty uneventful my last week, honestly. My son met my friend's baby for the first time and fell in nice. love with her. Nice. Um, and actually, like... He was never really that much of a fan of her boyfriend, well, fiance. And Your son? <clears throat> yeah. I think it was more because, like, he loves her. So, like, he was oh. just like, dude, back A little off. jealous. But um, they actually got along and they played a lot. And so now he's, like, cool with him. So. Good. Yeah. Um, cool. I'm trying to think, what did I do? Other than watch wrestling this weekend, I uh, went out to dinner for my boy, Handsome Greg, for his birthday. We finally. It, it's funny because, like, when you're younger whenever the birthday is that's when you go out it could be any day that's when you go out when you're older it's like all right well i'm not free today well then i'm not free tomorrow well i'm not free on friday because his birthday was on a wednesday right so i was like all right cool i'll watch nxt when i get home let's go out tonight and he was like nah i got a bowl tonight and then they were i was like all right cool i record tomorrow so just go without me and then he uh was like nah i'm busy tomorrow Right, and then I was like, "All right, cool, let's do it Friday." And he's like, "Well, I'm busy Friday." And then my other oh my boy was God. like, "Well, I'm busy Saturday night." So I was like, "Oh my God, just fucking pick a day." It's the yeah. beauty of getting older, ladies and gentlemen. To anybody listening, I usually still just go out to eat on my birthday. Well, I mean, you're a celebrity, so you're pretty pretty. Well, famous. it's usually just like me and Frankie and like my parents and brother, and that's yeah, it. Th- thanks for the invite. You're coming the day after my birthday. <laughs> I know. Wow, spoiler. God, jeez. Oh. Yeah, I don't want to drive up twice. Just move closer, you know? 
Just come save up Friday up, night and stay. Save <laughs> no, save. Here's what you do: save up two million dollars, move to Beacon, where you think you if I had two million dollars, the place I would choose to live is Beacon. Yes. No. You are in fact a hipster, in your heart and soul. I just I don't like. Where's the mall there? In Poughkeepsie. Is it even nice? I have two malls here. We we're we are in forty minute driving distance of Danbury Mall and the Palisades. The Palisades and... is too much because like, the parking on. there is so annoying. Hold on, no, no, no. no. Let, let's back this up. Let's back this up a little bit, okay? We're within forty five minutes to an hour of three major malls: the Danbury Mall, the Palisades Mall, and the Garden State Mall, and the Woodbury Commons, which is the largest outdoor shopping thing in the world. Woodbury Commons isn't bad, but it's not somewhere I would go for my regular Woodbury shopping. Commons, for anybody who lives in my part of the Hudson Valley, not the outskirts like MJ lives in. I don't know why the fuck that's... It's an hour and a half north. I don't know why she's still considered a Hudson Valley, but whatever. Okay? In my part of the Hudson Valley, if you didn't work at the Woodbury Commons, did you ever live in the Hudson Valley? Because it is literally like a rite of passage. Like, oh, are you 16 now? Are you 17? Bet you're about to work at the Woodbury Commons for minimum wage at one of the 8,000 retail stores there. It's life. I'm just saying it's life. So many celebrities go there. I've seen celebrities there. I've never seen a celebrity there. No, tons of celebrities go there. Like, I remember one time I was at, uh, I used to work at DKNY Jeans, and um, before they shut down, and we <clears> literally, <throat> stores would call each other. Like, managers from stores and security would call each other, and they'd be like, hey, listen, so-and-so is in, like, one time I got the call, and they were like, hey, Usher is in Polo, like, Ralph Lauren Polo, right well, no, just a regular polo store because there's like polo and then there's Ralph Lauren polo. Dude, just like get the, to the point of the story. The bougie polo. Well, I got to explain myself, <laughs> right? So, and now we were next to them. So they were like, listen, there's going to be a ton of people over there. Just be mindful, whatever, right? And then like one time Joel Santana was in True Religion and they they called everybody. It's weird. I don't know. Whatever. This is life um, growing up in a I worked in the mall up here and then Cross County. One of the Danielkers. You ever heard of Cross County? Cross I mean, County. You, lived, yeah, you dude, lived in the Bronx, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We used to go to the movies there. Oh, hell no. I lived so close to there, and I still would go to White Plains until they opened up um, Ridge Hill. And I would go to well, White Plains to go we to the were movies. Poor, so I maybe that was a See, shitty theater. That It is a shitty theater. That's why I didn't go there. But I worked at White Plains. I mean, at um, Cross County, and my godfather used to own, um, <clears throat> before he passed, he owned a cell phone stand. Um, in the indoor part of Cross County, because you know how there's like the outdoor and then like two stores on the indoor part. Mm-hmm. Um, so I used to go there and visit him a lot, and he would always give me a free cell phone case every time I went. So nice, nice. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad. Well, enough of uh, <laughs> talking about living in New York. Uh, <laughs> let's get into some NXT. So, first, I'm going to start with some news. Now, over the last couple of days, now let me bring up the article. Okay, well that's the wrong that's the wrong link, Phil. Jesus Christ! All right, cool. So every couple of months, don't give me that look. Every couple of months, WWE seems to be signing like four or five people, which I forgot who sent us the picture on Twitter that you sent to me. There's 
supposedly over 108 people signed to NXT right now. Like, oh, yeah. In the developmental system. It was Martin that tagged us in it. Okay, I so much. Shout out, shout out to Martin. But I um, but, don't know who tweeted it. Well, yeah, so that is unbelievable. And now let's add six more. So... No, uh, it I wasn't. Mean, I lied. It was Good Brother Mike. Jeez. Oh, Mike. Shout out, Mike. Sorry. Well, shout out Martin Sorry. just because Martin's I knew the, the name man. started with an M. That was... You're close, but Martin's the man, Mike's the man, they're all the man. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? Uh, so they signed six people. Now, there's two of them that are known in the industry. There's one that I definitely know that a lot of us know. Of course, Mercedes Martinez just signed to NXT. This is a big deal. Uh, she's older, so a lot of people thought that they wouldn't have kind of invested in her and would sign her to the company. What I think this is going to be, in all honesty, I think it's going to be similar to when they brought in Sarah Del Rey. And at first, if people remember, you were like, oh, is she going to be a wrestler? And then quickly it was like, nah, she's going to be a trainer. The same way with recently um, Sarah Deeb, who was in the Mae Young Classic, I think, what was it, two years ago now? Yeah, because Evolution wasn't last year. So two years ago, you guys remember Serena Deeb was in the Mae Young Classic. She ended up going pretty far, and then she lost. And now she's like the second trainer. Um, she's right under Sarah um, D'Amato for the women. So that's really awesome. I think Mercedes is going to eventually go that way. But, uh, I mean, they'll probably they'll let her wrestle. No, yeah, they will. She'll, she'll honestly yeah, maybe. Like she's hold on. damn ancient. Like, no, no, but I'm last. saying like we're 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 looking at the way the company's going to handle her, not the way that we would handle her. Um, I think that she'll probably be like Cassius Ono then. Like, she'll wrestle, she'll put people over. But like Cassius Ono, I know does a lot of training and stuff. That's why he, he's over there with NXT UK a lot. So mm. like, are you excited that Mercedes Martinez is here? Of course, we got another Puerto Rican, and I love her and music I, I that I like she comes out to. Oh, I hate that music. What? I hate I like that it. music so much. No, like the, the reason I hate it is because that was her music in the Mae Young Classic. And for people who watched the Mae Young Classic, you would remember all that music was generic. It was just generic music. It was like when you play WWE 2K and you just hit like heavy metal and it's like, meow, 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 meow. I mean, it's like, this a, isn't even a real fucking song. There's wrestlers that have music that sounds basic, but I no, mean, I, understand I that, like but it. Like, I like it's it. It's not your real theme unless you could buy it online or listen to it online like candace LeRae, she had a completely different song in the mayan classic than she does now i you know don't what know I'm it sounds too i'm basic. excited and i think people need to stop with the ageism they 100 she's awesome you're one of and them listen you're just assuming she's gonna be a trainer because she's older ageism i'm i'm, I'm just letting ageism. you know what the company's gonna do to her i guarantee you within a year she's a trainer we'll see how it goes we'll see guarantee how it goes it. now Speaking of ageism, she wrestled Tessa Blanchard a year and a half ago, a year, a year and a half ago, in a fucking hour and a half long Iron Man match. So, I mean, her motor's still good. It's not like... Yeah, I mean, there's older male wrestlers. Why can't there be older female wrestlers? I I agree. <laughs> you're making it seem like I'm well, the I one mean, who's saying... Well, I mean, you're the I'm one that pointed what out we know. that no, no, no. she's I'm be... telling you what we know they're going to make her a trainer. That's just... It's going to happen. We'll there's see. no way. We'll see. Now, also, we have, um, what's it, Jake Atlas, I don't know which, sure, I guess, that's the other big one everyone's talking about, everyone's making a big deal about. Uh, he's seven feet tall, 310 pounds, like, Jesus, Jesus fucking Christ. Holy crap. Um, so, I mean, hopefully they use him, but then again, they hired that other guy, I forgot his name, the, the black dude, 
he was fucking like eight feet tall. And I don't, he's still training. But I think Jake At- Atlas is an actual wrestler. Oh, no, wait, I'm sorry. Jake Atlas isn't the seven feet tall guy. That's really? Zachary Smith. So who the fuck is Jake Atlas? Oh, That's... this guy is Jake. Kenny Marquez. Jake Atlas. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, gymnastics and cheerleading? Okay. Who, Jake Atlas? Yeah. It says it here that he's... Um, he was on Circus Soleil. He brings his unique experience in gymnastics and cheerleading. He specialized in hoop, di- hoop diving. <laughs> he appeared in the Over- Undercover Boss episode with um, Stephanie McMahon. That's why he got hired. Oh, and he said that his dream was to become first openly gay WWE champion. Oh, he's openly gay? Nice. Yeah, that's what it says here. Nice. Well, all right. Well, that's enough of that. But yeah, so it, listen. Zachariah. Well, <laughs> Zachariah is the seven feet tall guy. Ooh. That's yeah, that's the big dude. I thought that was Jake Atlas. He kind of looks like he could be related to Big Show. Yeah, right. Oh, he was in the Harlem Globetrotters. Sorry, I'm reading all the stuff about these guys. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's interesting. Uh, One of them was in uh, the Rock Show Titan Games. Emily. Oh yeah, Emily. Maybe that's probably why he got signed. The Rock was probably like, no, Yo. it was a girl. Oh, I remember oh, her. Girl. I watched that episode with her. Well, see, that shows you I didn't watch it, because I definitely didn't watch that show. I did. I just love The Rock, so I wanted to give it a try. So Definitely. Uh, but I forgot the show was even on air, so it was like... I don't... But I you, haven't heard anything about it recently, but when it was on, I watched it. But yeah, so... <clears throat> besides Mercedes Martinez and Jake Atlas, obviously the other ones are on the list... Uh, we're not even gonna read their names because they're definitely just developmental talent, and their name their names will probably change fifteen times before we yeah. fucking hear about them again. So, probably. but it's always cool when we get the new class. Now, a lot of people thought that maybe in this next class we would have got Marty Skrull. For whatever reason, Marty remained in Ring of Honor. I saw that I and mean, we signed with them. Yeah, and he's the head Booker now, which. No, he's paved his own path. Good for him. I know, but like, he's so to take a complete fucking left turn. If you're Marty Scurll and you're one of the most popular wrestlers in the world, right? His his fucking merchandise sales are the like some of the best in all of wrestling, and everyone wants you to be world champion. Now you're head booker of the company you work for. So if you become world champion, it's because you're head booker because you booked it. Whether it's amazing or not, it's like if Triple H became the NXT champion, people would be upset. I mean, in my opinion, I would have sent Marty right up to Raw or SmackDown because I think he's that good, but he would have probably came to NXT, which would have been, I mean, NXT just has like almost too much talent at this point. Yeah. So, I mean, it's good that he didn't come, I guess, in a way. So, because I do, we've talked about this on past episodes, I do want people to filter back down some of them, but... I guess we'll have to wait and see. Now, the big thing from the weekend that I really, really want to talk about, and I'm not going to, it's not a full review. I just want to touch on some things, is uh, NXT TakeOver Blackpool 2. Now, were you able to watch anything from this? No. <laughs> I forgot I, I had a feeling it, was it was on. No, no it's fine. Um, so, the, the highlights that I want to talk about is Jordan Devlin versus Tyler Bate. Now, for anybody who hasn't watched it, that is a must-watch. That is probably going to be match of the year. Like, that match was unreal. 
Like that that's one of those matches where like you're watching it and in the beginning you're like, oh yeah, whatever, like it's not for a title. Um and you're kinda like half paying attention, but then like it makes you sit up and like, no, you need to pay attention to this shit. I know after that match, they got a standing ovation from the crowd. They got a standing ovation in the press box from Triple H and Johnny Saint and William Regal. And I know afterwards, Triple H and everybody is like praising this match as like a masterpiece and saying all these great things about it. And it's crazy to me because when we used to cover NXT UK, mm -hmm. um, I was very hard on Jordan Devlin. I called him fake valor, all this stuff. I think over the last that. six to eight months, he has just become such a great wrestler over there with the whole ace gimmick. He's the ace of NXT UK and he is his own performer and Tyler Bate, I think it's time to start having the conversation. Is he actually one of the top three best wrestlers in the world? Because every time you put him out there and you give him a chance to showcase, no matter who it's against, it's fucking unbelievable. Last year, him and Walter had what a lot of people called their match of the year last year. So I think that it's just unreal how good Tyler Bate is. And I think he's only, what, like 23? Because he won the UK title when he was 19 or 20. Something like that. So, like, he's got to be, like, 22, 23 now. But, yeah, that match was incredible. Uh, the triple threat women's match was really good. I'm surprised that the winner was Kaylee Ray and not Tony Storm because Tony Storm is fighting Rhea. I thought they might do a title for title kind of, uh, like, no title match, but whatever. Just who's the better one for whatever. Uh, yeah. But they're not doing that. Tony's just fighting Rhea for the NXT title. Um, that was incredible. Joe Coffey versus Walter was awesome. But the one thing I do want to get your opinion on. Uh, so Undisputed Era attacked Walter after that match and beat the shit out of him. So and, and Imperium and all this stuff, hyping up uh, Worlds Collide is coming up. How do you feel about all that? I mean, like, about them, <laughs> like, jumping them or yeah. just... how do you feel about that? Don't, I you, mean, Adam I... Cole's your boy. They were. When are they facing each other? At Worlds Collide. Oh, then it was perfect. Way to build it up. No one was expecting them to show up for NXT UK. No. So I mean, even though I, I called it, but whatever. No, I'm a genius. Whatever, because you're an NXT expert, right? So yeah. I don't know, but I thought it was. I mean, I think it was perfect. It was a great way to build that build that momentum up for that match. And it it makes them look. Like, it makes them look so much cooler because obviously, like, if the leaders are Adam Cole and Walter, Adam Cole is like a third of the size of Walter. Right. But the way that beatdown went with them holding Walter down on his knees and Adam Cole hitting his finisher, it made Adam Cole look like a legitimate threat. And it, it made Walter get beat down without losing credibility because it took four guys to do it. Mm -hmm. So I'm definitely super excited about that match. Um, it will be the first time Undisputed Era is actually going against uh, another faction on that level i know they they've gone against other people before but it wasn't like this right it would be like if they went against new day but right. like they're going against imperium which is really cool um you know and judging the way that it seems like things are going uh in this dusty classic maybe that's the finals but i don't know we'll get to that later when we talk about the show but yeah. the latter match was cool too uh I, I got it got very sloppy at times but it was still a really fun match but if you if you haven't watched nxt takeover blackpool 2 it's it's like i feel like it's just so many fucking words nxt uk takeover blackpool 2 if you haven't watched that make sure you go and watch it especially tyler Bate versus jordan devlin if you only have time to watch one match 
watch that match because that match is going to go down as one of the best matches of the year. I'm calling it right now. It was unbelievable. Cool. Now, will you go watch that match? No. 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 Out of sight, I just out of like, mind. well, it's just one of those like. It's the UK. That's why. No, Don't. it's not. <laughs> it's not necessarily that. I just like, I'm not. A lot of times I just don't have time to remember to go back and watch a match that I didn't watch live. So That's true. I'm, I'm the same way, too. If I miss it. And live, I don't have the network still. So You have my password. I don't anymore. You'll have to give it to me when you come over. <laughs> All right. I'll give it to you so you can watch it. I'm going to bring my Oops. I'll bring my Apple TV over when I come Shit. over. So we can just go right to the app right there. You're Easy peasy. Your what? Your Apple TV? My Apple TV. What does that mean? I'm going to bring my Apple TV over. Like a TV? No, the box. The little box that's like this big that says Apple TV on it. I've never seen that. Well, every time that you've come over to my apartment and we've been... When I was watching the Halsey thing for 15 hours, I was watching it on Apple TV through YouTube. Oh. Well, I mean, I never paid attention it's, to what's near your TV. I just see what, well, what's on the it's, TV. Yeah, well, so I'll bring it. It'll make things a lot easier. But cool. with all that being said, uh, let's get into this week's episode of NXT. And it starts really big with your boy, Keith Lee, who they are putting a lot of momentum behind. And mm-hmm. they're really, really letting him shine right now and they're making him kind of like the biggest baby face in nxt right now they're definitely giving him a chance to kind of fill that role while johnny and Tommaso were doing other things and stuff like that but how did you feel of having nxt start off with keith lee this week always a great idea if it's not the women why not keith lee of course um and i think nxt is doing a really good job of kind of taking advantage of how like organically he just like blew up and it wasn't even, like, forced or anything. Like, I think he just gradually, like, just became huge with the crowd. So I think they're doing a good job at taking advantage of that when the time is right. Well, the, the beauty of N- what NXT does is they allow their people to get over. And if they get over, they start using them. Right. Um, Those matches with Dijak got Keith Lee over in a way where they can use him. Um, now, I don't watch Raw or SmackDown, so... I don't even know if this is true or not, but in the past, with when they do stuff like Aleister Black versus Buddy Murphy a million fucking times, right? If that happened in NXT, let's say one of them would have got over the same way Keith Lee did, and then you could kind of push forward. Now Keith Lee is out of this stuff with Dijak, and he's going for the North American title, where it seems like from what I hear, what I read, or whatever, that uh, Aleister Black and Buddy Murphy just keep fucking fighting each other. It's not going anywhere. It's just. They're at the same level. No one's moving up. No one's moving down. It is what well, it is. Well, Brody Murphy just joined Seth Rollins thing. Oh, did he? I saw um, a the picture tweet of it? about it. I think it was like a tweet or maybe like a video. I don't know. But um, he just joined like Seth with AOP. So I guess that's what he's doing. Good. Buddy Murphy's the man. He's one of the guys I wish would fucking come back and just come back down. Just have great matches. I don't know if you saw the tweet. From Cedric Alexander this past week, did you? Or from yesterday? No, I didn't. So, earlier in the day, or maybe on Tuesday, he tweeted a picture or a gif of somebody trying to, like, break through a door. Like, do you know what the Jack the Bruce Lee punch is? Mm-hmm. Do you know what the Bruce Lee punch is, honestly? I know Bruce Lee. 
all right so there's a punch that bruce lee used to do it was like the one inch punch where like so people who are listening don't see this but it's like you put your hand like this and you just go like that and like supposedly bruce lee was so fucking strong that he could like knock you you out or whatever like just by doing this so the gif was that of somebody trying to do that to like a door and then cedric was like and then his wife ariel monroe was like like come on over or whatever so in my head i'm like oh is cedric like saying like fucking i want to be released like fucking release me like you're not letting me fight you're not letting me be on tv release me so that happened i think tuesday yesterday he tweeted after the tag team matches that happened during the show he tweeted um all i want to do is get he's like i want to do two things one i want to get sent back to nxt and two i want to form a tag team and go against all these great tag teams that are wrestling in the dusty classic and then Mustafa Ali responded and said, let's let's do this and posted a picture of them two together, like when they were on 205 Live. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's something I didn't know I wanted, but now I want it. How do you feel about that? I mean, I love them both. Cedric Alexander, I've loved since the Cruiserweight Classic, so I'm good with it. I mean, I always thought that Mustafa Ali was going to kind of like blow up on the main roster. He started, you know getting pretty big but then that kind of went so why not i'm down for it i love mustafa ali he's one of my favorites cedric's amazing in the ring um and it'd be cool nxt i mean you're watching this tournament and you're realizing how much tag teams fucking nxt does not have because all of the tag teams are nxt uk tag teams and a lot of them are going to stay even though i wish they would stay because these matches were fucking unbelievable and i want to talk about one of the matches right now pete dunn and Matt Riddle versus Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster. And I want to say this. I didn't text you this. I didn't tweet this. I didn't do nothing. No one knows what I'm about to say right now but me. But I just want to give credit. Because Mark Andrews was fucking awesome in that match. Right? I was uh, I was in like the state of shock. That is like... It was so much fun to watch that match. Those... and. Because obviously Dunn and Riddle are not a real tag team, but they did the pose in the middle of the ring together. They were doing tag team moves together. They were playing very nicely off each other. I mean, the only thing I could see wrong about that match was Matt Riddle's new mustache for fucking whatever oh, reason he thought it'd be goodness. a good idea to grow that. His like porn stash that he has going. Yeah, I'm horrible. not a fan. Not a fan horrible. at all. Yeah, not at all. He looks like a different person. <laughs> like he looks like someone impersonating Matt Riddle. He just I don't know. Mustache. I just like the. <sighs> I don't like when a guy has, like, a single mustache. Like, it just, it, it's, like, creepy to me. Like, I feel like he it, looks like a creeper now. Well, and because it's, like, thinner, too. Like, it's, like, a it's thin mustache. Like, like, it's like, not, like, a like a like a dad mustache that's, like, fucking super thick. And, like, you know, it's just, like, a thin mustache. Like, like, it is a creeper. Yeah, exactly. Where it, like, takes over your top lip. <laughs> so, yeah, it's not that. No. But, man, that fucking, what did you think of that match? Because I know you like Mark Andrews. And I know you like Dunn and Riddle. Right. Yeah. And, oh, no. little before you get into it, actually, little sidebar. Brittany was looked up during this, and I was like, "Yo, I'm about to wear Flash Morgan Webster's uh, suit." Oh god. To the, <laughs> to, the, to the gala, and she was like, "You better not." <laughs> he looked ridiculous. I looked fly, man. He looked ridiculous. What did you think of the match? I mean, I I I liked seeing a fresh match that we haven't like seen before. I thought. Dunn and Riddle, like, they mesh really well for a team. Like, when they're in the ring fighting, they kind of look like a tag team versus two guys that were put together. 
Um, so I liked that. And um, Flash Morgan Webster's Swanton was pretty good. I approve of it. That was great. Um, and when Andrews did that counter into like the stunner, that was pretty oh, great. So, so good. Yeah. No, I, I mean, he, I, there's nothing he to complain about. got a lot of offense in the match. Am I crazy to thinking that? remembering it that way andrews? i feel like mark andrews got a ton of he offense did the there was like one period where he was kind of getting his ass kicked but i think i mean and he was showcased very well during the match even though they lost so and i don't know if you noticed this but there there was shown a little bit of weakness with dunn and, and riddle where Dunn did something and it broke up riddle's pin like pit riddle was pinning somebody and dunn broke up it up by accident mm. And the announcers were like, oh, something, something. Like, that's what happens when you're not a team or whatever. And I'm like, oh, okay. So maybe they're starting to tease that they might be in a feud. Um, Who knows? I think that Matt Riddle and Pete Dunn are both in a very interesting position because I think that one of them needs to turn heel. I think it should be Riddle because there's more opportunities for him as a heel right now. Uh, he's faced just, all the heels that they have already. I think Pete Dunn has more of like the obvious the heel, heel look. Him. Oh, obviously. So, but maybe that's why Riddle grew the mustache because he wanted us to hate him. <laughs> he knew people were going to be like, that mustache is not a fucking That was like guy. the first thing I noticed. And I'm like, what is that? <laughs> I just pictured Jonathan from Kurai being like, oh, no, honey, that's got to go. <laughs> He'd probably say hunty. No, hunty. Uh, hunty? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man, I just, that match was so good. Like, I was shocked how much I liked it. Like, I was like, all right, it'll be, you know, and all the NXT's matches are always good. It's just, do they pass that point, right? It was fucking fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Um, So now, the next thing I want to talk about, speaking of these tag matches, uh, the debut in NXT of the Time Splitters versus the Grizzled Young Vets of uh, Gibson and Drake. Um... I'm super shocked that we're seeing the time splitters in NXT. I know they're a New Japan tag team. Uh, I think it makes the most sense because Kushida right now, as good as he is, I think that he's not connecting with the casual fans. And I think that in the scheme of things, the way that NXT is set up, um, he is so far down the line of people that they're going to use. That and NXT is in like this dire need of fucking tag teams because it's literally just the Undisputed Era and um, the Forgotten Sons. So I hope Alex Shelley stays around. Who knows? Um, I thought it was a fantastic match. I'm surprised the Grizzle Young Vets won. I am. But what do you think of this match? I actually was surprised too. I don't know. I felt like Kushida was one that I thought that they would push more and. You know, having the debut with his partner in NXT, I really thought that they were going to win, so I was surprised. Um, but I did enjoy watching them wrestle. I never really watched a full Kushida match, I think. I, maybe like his first match in NXT, but I haven't really watched him. So I enjoyed watching him and his partner, Shelly, wrestle. Alex Shelly. <laughs> his partner, Shelly. Well, like, I said his last name. Like, we always it, say their last names, but because it's Shelly, I have to say his first name. But it just sounds weird, like his partner Shelly. Well, Shelly, I'm gonna say Shelly now <laughs> that's, all the time. That's gonna be your I'm name never for him, gonna say. <laughs> I'm never gonna say his first name. I'm gonna forget it. Um, that's funny. But yeah, uh, no, it was it was um, 
Joy and shout out to the few fans that did the chance with uh for his against Zach Gibson when they took the shoes off. I noticed. Oh that. yeah, shout out to them. Uh, shout out to Izzy in the front row holding. Her yeah, shoe. during the like while he was talking. I was so I was crying laughing. I was like, yo, Izzy's got her shoe off. It was just awesome. like very casual, just like. It brought me back to a memory of when me Aunt, and Cody who were in Brooklyn when it was um, uh, fucking Gibson versus. Pete Dunne for the UK championship. I actually thought of that story <laughs> During too. SummerSlam. When I watched that. Oh my God. And it, we were, we're the only three idiots in our entire area of the arena holding our shoes up. Everyone's looking at us like we're stupid. <laughs> it was like, oh, I guess, I guess you don't watch NXT UK. Right. Sorry. We tried, man. We tried. Um, so with the time splitters losing, um, it seems like, are they leaving? I don't know. I know you said that you watch, there's an exclusive clip where they say they're not, leaving right on wwe.com they kind of had like an interview and shelly said <laughs> um he, he was just so he was saying that um that they're gonna continue getting better you know and i guess basically like mentioned how like this is their first time together in a while and that they're putting all the other tag teams on notice that they're going to stay and you know blah 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 and get better so i'm hype like i said nxt needs tag teams and yeah i'm 100 down for this i mean why not uh, you know why wouldn't so now the grizzle young vets and dunn and riddle move on which i think is very interesting so there's there's four teams left next week on nxt they'll have the the matches to see who's in the finals uh, i believe it's it's imperium versus uh dunn and riddle right and then undisputed era versus gibson and um drake the grizzly young vets now with this being the kind of the whatever the semifinals um it's clear as day that it's probably going to be undisputed era versus imperium right like are we making that bet now um aren't they already going to have a match with each other well f- a f- a four versus four but the winner of this is gonna have probably have a title match or something, or the finals will probably be at TakeOver Portland. Okay, so you're saying you think that they're going to end up together, like, in the end, and then Imperium winning it. I don't know if they win the tag titles, but... Oh, yeah, I think Imperium wins the tournament, which gets them a shot at the tag titles. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Yep, 100%. And that'll be their way of, like, sticking it to them before Worlds Collide. Like, fuck you, we won the Dusty Classic. You right. have all the titles in the world. We beat you, and we'll beat you again in Portland. And then Undisputed Era can win, whatever, because then their feud will be over, and Imperium can go back to the UK and kind of do what they're doing over there. Um, I don't know. It's going to be a great match. Uh, Fabian Eichner is fucking unreal to watch, especially he does, like, the stalling suplex, which I think is great. Uh, I love that move. But it, it it's probably going to be that. But even though it's predictable, it's going to be awesome. But I'm dying to get your thoughts on this next match that happened which was Tyler Breeze versus Isaiah Swerve Scott and versus Leo Rush. Um, your favorite person in the world's favorite wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> for people who don't get that joke, Topanga from Boy Meets World, uh, for whatever reason, Leo Rush is her favorite wrestler. So, cool. <laughs> Great. Um, I mean, now he was. Thing, who knows if he still is. But, you know. No, nah, he, he is. He is. They're best friends. She texted no, me yesterday best friends. and was me like, "Me and her are best friends." All right, but she okay. can have other best friends. No, 
Just me. Yeah, 100%. Just yeah, me just and then the rest of the people from Boy Meets World. <laughs> yeah, for the cat. <laughs> well, she actually Everyone. lives close by to uh, the guy that played Eric Matthews, Will. They live near each other. Well, so basically you're telling me uh, Topanga is best friends with everybody except her daughter. <laughs> she Riley. has. Oh. Oh, I'm like, she has a son. Oh, oh my God. I tried to going off topic. So I finished watching Boy Meets World again. And so I tried to watch Girl Meets World. And I realized how annoying Riley is in the first episode. And all I did was fast forward every part that didn't have Corey and Topanga in it. And that's how I watched it. So did you watch the whole season in like one sitting? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't watch any more after that. And I was like, uh-huh. I just don't know. Now I'm watching the Mindy Project. I decided to give Boy Meets World a little bit of a break. But... Oh, I hate Mindy Kaling. I um, hate her so much. I, I hate really her like so... her show. I hate her so much. I she's like so funny in The Office. And she's such like a great writer. But as a comedian, I want to fucking I like, like her show, bash though. my head against the her wall. Her show is pretty good. Oh my God, so far. she's the worst. And she has a, like a lot of people from The Office on there. Are exactly the same god all her jokes are the same it's basically just i'm so hot don't you like me like no you're ugly that's why they're jokes but it's annoying she's ugly sorry don't be mean i'm sorry i'm not i'm not saying i'm fucking brad pitt but you know what i mean or for the younger people who are watching i'm not saying i'm fucking zach efron i'm just saying oh yeah (laughs) you're not you hear me wow fucking shoot me in the face why don't you zach efron is a gift to mankind you know who's a bigger gift to mankind? Jason Momoa. Literally and figuratively. <laughs> that word I mean, I can't that's say. a beautiful man, too. He's, like, a beautiful, like, man. And then Zach Efron's, like, a beautiful, like, Boy. man. No, he's still a man. Zach Efron's, like, a beautiful, like, like, like he's nice he's to like look at. Like, Jason art. Momoa is, like, mm, It's, like, perfectly you know? sculpted piece of art. That's what he is. I, I, listen, I'm not... I'm comfortable enough for myself to admit that. He is. Yeah. He definitely is. He is. Right. Um I can't think of a segue to get back to this match, but <laughs> uh so the triple threat, Tyler Breeze versus Isaiah Swerve Scott, who uh I think they should just fucking rename him Swerve because everybody calls him Swerve anyway. The crowd the crowd chants Swerve. Swerve is a cooler name than Isaiah Swerve Scott. I mean, I Isaiah mean, Swerve Scott is, is too long. That's what I'm saying. The way WWE is, if he ever went to Raw SmackDown, they'd probably just make his name Isaiah. Probably. They always do, or Scott. Always do that shit. Uh, Scott, yeah. <laughs> Next to the ring, Scott. Scott. And it's like, <laughs> not who I thought Scott would be coming to the ring. That's A fucking funny. tall black guy with fucking like mini dreads. That's my uh, sister-in-law's then, boyfriend's name, Scott. Scott? Is his name Scott Summers? No. I don't does get Does he that. have like a visor and does he like shoot beams out of his eyes and is he in love with Jean Grey? Really? Scott Summers is Cyclops. Okay, I got that once you described that. You say you didn't get it. I just described it to you. I'm just trying to help you out in okay. the world. All right? You go to you go to fucking conventions now. Don't give me that. You need I've to know I've been to things. one. All right, but you plan on And I kind of want to go to the one in March, and then I'm definitely going to the other one in August. What one in March? I kind of want to go to the eighth one in Boston. Don't tell me that, because I can't go. I just got an email today that Hayden Christensen's going to be there, too. Oh, shit. Yeah. Fucking Anakin. Yup. I can't go. Brittany has her surgery, like, two days before that. Now I want to I be- wanna go and, like, 
send you videos and be like, you could have been here. You should. Uh, I mean, I won't feel too bad because Chris Evans' ticket sold out in like eight seconds. I so. mean, that's another beautiful gift. God, I wish I met him. Put his hand. I'll put my hand on his chest. Like, ugh. And he takes great pictures with fans at his photo ops. So, Back listen. To as match. much as we keep, <laughs> as, as much as we keep getting away from this, I did really love this triple threat match. What did no, you? No, it was it? really good. I kind of thought in the beginning. Tyler Breeze looked like, you know how last week I was like, which one doesn't belong? And like, because yeah. like the other two were just doing like so many like great moves and he was kind of just like there. But then he got into it more and I thought it was a great match. I I think I saw, it was Swerve, what did he, he was in Evolve, right? Yeah. Okay, so I Shane, think I was, saw him live. He was Shane Strickland. Yes, I did see him live. Okay, so I saw him live, but... um. That was my second time ever seeing him, and I thought he did great. So my thing with Tyler Breeze is, I hate that he's a cruiserweight. I hate it. I hate it. Why? I hate it. I hate it. I mean, it. I at least it. the cruiserweights now get more respect to being in NXT. True, but I think that he should be with the reg. Like, here's my issue with what they're doing with Tyler Breeze. Right? You call him back to NXT. Everyone's like, "Yeah, this is amazing. This is incredible." He has right. a takeover match against Velveteen Dream, which he loses. Whatever. Put the young guy over. Cool. I'm all fine with that. Right. Oh, we're all like, oh, hey, maybe he's going to start feuding for the main title like or doing some big matches. Right. Similar to like what Finn Balor is doing right now. Oh, this is awesome. Right. Then you put them back with Fandango. They're, you know, they're back as a team and then they're off TV and then you re-debut them on TV. But now I don't know if Fandango's hurt or something, but now they're split up again and he's a cruiserweight now and he's on 205 Live. And to me, he sticks out like a sore thumb. They have 205 Live still? Yeah, it's on Fridays. No one watches it, but it's on Fridays, oh, I think. I, just, I, think it's, I thought they were just like... I mean, because they called it the NXT Cruiserweight titles. That's what they call it, but it, they still have 205 Live. Oh. They do. Um, I don't know why, but they do. Uh, because I think WWE has programming every fucking day because uh, NXT UK is on Thursdays now. Right. So, whatever. They uh, God, so much wrestling. Just fucking... It is. Uh, just give us a break, man. Give us a break. You don't like, even watch it, so you have I a know, break. But like, I, I know, but like, now that it's like mania season almost, like Raw and SmackDown are starting to get better. Like, SmackDown's doing a lot of cool stuff, and like, I want to watch it, but like, I don't want to watch it because... Like, yeah, Frankie always wants to watch it because it's Rumble. He wants to like know some of the storylines going into Rumble. I don't... I just want to know what happens after Rumble, and I want to do that fucking game we did last year during the Rumble. Because that shit made it so much fun. That was I'll never, fun. But I'll never forget fucking Dory getting Lana lucky. and us fucking ripping Pure into luck. her. Like, you fucking trash. You're definitely not going to win. And then Lana becomes fucking Becky Lynch. And she won the whole money. I'm still salty The whole fucking that. pot, man. <laughs> oh, that shit was so funny. And then, wasn't it me and Frankie that started it off? And he got natty. He got, and he does not like her. He her. Which was the best thing ever because, like, yeah, bro, you're definitely not going to win. Uh, it's so much fun. Well, we but definitely yeah, thought Dory wasn't going to win, but yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, I, mean, I mean, Lana's on like the highest rated segment of Raw, so Ugh. for whatever fucking reason. Um, but yeah, so Swerve is fucking unreal, right? He's, you know, everybody talks about how good. Shane Strickland was in the Indies, but I mean, I never watched him. I got to see him live at WrestleCon mm-hmm. last year during Mania, and uh, his like I guess farewell match to the Indies that was pretty cool. Uh, but it was a short match, and it was like a big tag match, so it wasn't like he got to really get showcased. 
Um, but damn, he's so fucking good. He's just so unbelievably good. He's like, I know Leo Rush is small, but he looks like a like three of Leo Rush's combined. Yeah. He's so much taller than them. He's just skinny, which whatever. But he's just so much fun to watch. There was a moment during this match that fucking blew my mind, which was when Swerve did. So Swerve and Leo Rush hit each other when they were like on the apron. And Leo Rush backflipped out of the ring and Swerve front flipped out of the ring. So when they landed, they landed like in front of each other, looking at each other, which yeah. I was like, holy fuck. That was a great camera shot. Great angle. Another shout out I want to give during this match is that Angel Garza was on commentary. And I thought he was carrying himself really well. Right. And I thought Beth Phoenix did an incredible job at building him as like this playboy because she kept saying like, I want to talk to you, but I'm getting distracted by your good looks and all this stuff. Like, yeah. they're really building his character of being, like, this kind of playboy guy. Even though it doesn't make sense because you also talked about him getting married on your show. But whatever. Oh, yeah. Well, because the real life guy is getting married, but he's still out No, no, but, like, you still showed it on yeah. TV. Like Where he, he, he proposed, right, to his girl? Yeah, yeah, he after he won the title. That was cute. A lot of people have been asking and for a long time. And I, I think that with... It being the NXT Cruiserweight Championship, you need to make that belt black because the fucking purple just doesn't fit anymore. It looks like a cartoony belt. Oh, yeah, I'm not that's with true. It. it. Yeah, they should get rid of the purple. And a lot of the cruiserweights are like really serious, seriously good competitors. Like even I'm even liking what Leo Rush is doing right now. I like talking about Mark Andrews like um like flip stunner or whatever it is. The the thing that Leo Rush does where he like bounces off the bottom rope, I think it is. Oh, and like pops yeah. up into a stunner. That's so cool. That really I mean, he's cool. so little, so he could do it. I mean, I think he was always a pretty good wrestler. He was just annoying, so people couldn't see. He was like, just see. discount Ricochet. Well. <laughs> he was discount Ricochet, 100%. But now he's starting to do different type of moves. Like, he's not doing exactly the same moves that Ricochet is doing. Um, funny thing is, you know when he comes out, it says Moth? No. And I was like, so on his oh, screen man, when Matt, he comes man out. Man of the hour, right? Yeah, I was like, Brittany, what do you think that stands for? And she was like. I don't know, bug or whatever. Like, she know. I was like, it stands for man of the hour. It's stupid, but whatever. <laughs> it took me so long to figure that out when I when I first saw it. But it was awesome. Swerve Scott wins and gets a title shot at Angel Garza. At um, I think it's world. Oh, he's one of the. So it's a fatal four way match at Worlds Collide. Uh, Swerve Scott is one of the other three competitors to face him. So that's fucking awesome. Uh, I hope to get a UK guy. And, yeah, I hope we get something like that. Uh, now, with all that, something I want to mention before we get into the main event, which is the Women's Battle Royal. Uh, how do you feel about the reunion of DIY and that they're facing Mustache Mountain at Worlds Collide? Is that official? Yep, it's official. Oh. They posted it. I mean, Oh, yeah, and they have a shirt. DIY yep. shirt, a new DIY yep. shirt. I mean, it's pretty cool. Yep. I was never... I mean... I, I mean, was introduced to them when they got into NXT, so it wasn't, like, something that, like, have known them forever. But, I mean, I think it's I think it's pretty cool. Why not? They're both great, so. To me, what makes me the most excited about this is the last time that DIY were together, they were having multiple Match of the Year candidates with The Revival. Everybody remembers those matches they had. And, um... Right now in NXT UK over the last year, uh, Mustache Mountain has been having unbelievable matches with tag teams. I know right now they're kind of doing their separate thing. But um, when they're a tag team, they have these unbelievable matches over there. So you're getting two teams 
who, when they're together, they have these unreal matches. And it's a dream for me because I get to see Tyler Bate and Johnny Gargano, who I think are the God-honest future of the company, if booked properly. Because the way both of those guys perform in big matches is unreal. And I think Trent Seven is just full of just all the charisma in the world. And Tommaso Champ is the man. So you put those four in a match and you give them fucking time. You give them like a 15-minute match. They can fucking steal the whole show. Like, that's probably going to be the best match of Worlds Collide. That's going to have everybody talking the next day. And it's just going to be a bunch of craziness because all four of those guys are so good. It's going to be a good time. And you're so excited about it. I'm so happy you're so excited about it. (laughs) (laughs) I love, like, my favorite thing is that you don't even pretend to be excited. You're like, whatever. Cool, I guess. I'm just, at least you know I'm not fake. That's true. That's true. You're not like uh, all the fucking women's lips on the main roster. <laughs> fake. <laughs> I was like trying to figure out where you were getting at and <laughs> I realized it. So now we get to the main event of the evening, which is a woman's battle royal. Now they show the graphic a million times. Chelsea Green took herself out of the match. Oh, she did? Yeah, yeah, she took her. She was like, oh, I'm too good for this match. Nobody cares because fucking I hate Chelsea Green. But uh, so that left like a spot in the Battle Royal open. Sorry. It left a spot in the Battle Royal open for us, like for a surprise entrant, which let me fucking tell you something. Was I surprised? Casey Catanzaro's back. Now here's a little bit of a backstory. Yeah, but was she? She wasn't like this. She was a surprise, but the big surprise was Shayna, wasn't it? Well, yeah, but like, she. To me, the biggest surprise was Casey, and I'm gonna explain that. So, this is the reason why I don't read dirt sheets. This is the reason why I don't listen to rumors. This is the Dude, reason why you believed it. Wait, let me finish. This is the reason why I don't. I don't. I I have to try to force myself to not believe these things. Is this is the reason why I don't want to fucking become a podcast that talks about backstage stuff or fucking dirt sheet stuff? Because no, from what you. I've heard over the last six months or whatever, however long Casey's been gone, all people have been talking about is that she left the company because of fucking X Y Z, right? And the whole time, like she's gone, she's gone, she's gone. Oh, the reason why they haven't officially released her is because WWE aren't they're not releasing anybody right now because of the whole AEW thing whatever they don't want the public to think they're releasing people so they can go over there whatever um so i thought casey was done she hasn't even tweeted about anything she hasn't been at live events she hasn't been at the performance center she literally is she tweets like she's not even in the company anymore right um just posting pictures with like ricochet that's the closest thing you'll get to like her posting something with wrestling but she's back, and crowd got super hyped. The crowd looks shocked, um, which makes sense because some of the people in the crowd are the ones who fucking told me that she was fucking, <laughs> that she had left. But whatever. Um, but yeah. So, how do you feel like Casey's back? Cool. Wow. Yeah, I thought you'd be a little, a little I more just, excited like me. I mean, I don't. I mean, she wasn't really doing anything really that significant before she left. So. I mean, I think she's a great competitor, and it's fun to watch her wrestle, but... I'm excited she's back. Now, the other women in the Battle Royal, we had Santana Garrett, we had Shotzi Blackheart, 
who plays a big role in the finish of this match. We had, you know, the regulars, Bianca, Io, Vanessa Bourne was in there. There's a lot of people in there. Um, Mia Yim was in there. Uh, the new had... signee was in there. Oh, yeah. Mercedes Martinez was in there, um, which I'm surprised that she wasn't training people already. Oh, stop. <laughs> I mean, I was surprised she was in the match. I was pleasantly surprised. Her. Like, that was pretty cool that, like, they just they announced that. that she signed and that she was in the match and she had that, like, really good face-off with Shayna. Like, I was proud. Yep. Because they, they have, from what I understand, they have history on the indies. Right. I believe so. I'm trying to think. I think they were in a stable. It was Mercedes, Shayna, and Nicole Savoy, if I'm right. Because I remember during the Mae Young Classic, uh, Mercedes lost to Shayna. And they I think they did like a whole thing about it, that they were like a stable mm. in uh, Shimmer, I think it was. Or just on the indies in general. Gotcha. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, so I thought the Battle Royal was a lot of fun. It gave a lot of good girls... A lot of great moments. Um, it really showcased a, a lot of them. It, it was definitely cool to see. You know, one thing we didn't bring up, uh, Tegan Knox is back, which is fucking unbelievable, right? I think she really showed out in this match. She was one of the final four. Uh, you know, we all figured that, hey, she's probably not going to win because they're going to further the storyline with her and Dakota, which they ended up doing. Dakota is why she got eliminated. Uh, it definitely seems like we're going to get Tegan versus Dakota in Portland which to me is like fucking beautiful because then that means we're getting two women's matches on a takeover, which hasn't been, hasn't happened in fucking years. I think it hasn't happened since didn't, Ember in Brooklyn too. Yes, it did. When? It happened not too long ago. Oh yeah. Sorry. <laughs> in Toronto with uh, Candice and EO. I'm glad that Don't one fucking... of us is paying attention to NXT. Not me. Clearly I'm a fake fan. I'm I'm a I'm a lot of things, okay? Just read my social media. <laughs> I'm a ton of things. Uh but yeah, so the final four, I believe, was Eo, Bianca, Shayna, and Tegan, right? Uh Tegan gets eliminated, and then it's Shayna, Bianca, and Eo. So you're like, uh oh. In my head, I'm like, I don't want to see Shayna versus Rhea again. Right. Because I'm pretty sure Shayna's not going to get the belt back. So she's going to end up losing. So it's kind of predictable. Even though we could all be like, well, Rhea's probably not going to lose for a while. But still, she's definitely not going to lose to Shayna. Because I still think Shayna's going up after Mania if they do a draft or fucking whatever the fuck again. Um, but Shayna gets eliminated by Shotzi Blackheart. How do you feel that they kind of put her over, gave her that big moment like that? That was cool. I was expecting because I knew that she wasn't. Well, I was, I was expecting something because I knew she wasn't eliminated and she was out for a while. So I thought she was. And uh, you thought she was eliminated? Yeah. I mean, they specifically like, said on commentary she that she wasn't through the top rope. So I was like half. I was like half paying attention. Well, I'm being honest. Well, I knew and I was waiting. You can't have Bianca Belair in a match and think that I'm going to be paying attention to the commentary. I mean, so. I just. Whatever. I was just scared that they were going to do because I remember that the battle royal where Carmella won, right? Where, like, she was out of the ring and she came back last minute. And they do that a lot. So I was wondering if they were going to do that. Oh, you mean what they did during the entire first Women's Royal Rumble, which we were watching live. And I kept turning to Ant, like, I don't even know who the fuck's still in this match. Because everybody keeps rolling out of the ring. <laughs> it's like, they spent, like, half the yeah. match. Like, there's a spot where I think somebody dives through. No, somebody, Naomi falls on top of, like, Sasha and, like, Becky and shit, and you're like, wait, Sasha and Becky are eliminated, and they're like, no, they went under the ropes, and it was like, why? Oh it's yeah, 
Yeah. Like, why they do that? It's such a weird thing. But I, I mean, it makes for cool moments like I this. personally don't like battle oh, royals, know? though. Remember when they did it with Zelina at Evolution? In a battle so royal. They do it, they all, do it the all the time. All the time. So the time. that was their spot to do that. But um, yeah, no, I don't really like battle royals. I don't. Not until like the ring gets cleaned out more and then they get the specific moments where people can shine rather than seeing the lazy punches in the corner of the ring. Then, then it's okay. Yeah, it's, it's definitely like, okay, it's my turn to do my moves. Boom, boom, boom. And then it's like, okay, I'm going to be over here in the yeah. corner, like, like hurt. Like, <laughs> yeah, and un- unlike a, the Royal Rumble, like, there isn't, like, a clock or anything. So, like, everyone's in the match to start in the beginning. So, it's just a clusterfuck until people start getting eliminated. Yeah, so I don't really like them. But um, I liked Candice's gear. Mm-hmm. I really liked her gear. She always has really I like cool that gear. they got gave some of the girls their entrances. Obviously, mm-hmm. the more known girls. Um, but honestly, once I saw that it was between Bianca and Io Shirai, I stopped caring about the match because I didn't want any of them to win. <laughs> Those are my two favorites. I, now. I Why did you not want them to win? Because I just feel like I was, it was like win-win for me. The, like the either way, I'm good, title, and either way, the match. The is women's be- title picture has kind of been the same. For so long in NXT, and yeah, Io Shirai hasn't really technically has she gotten like her own match. Yeah, against Shayna, but, but she, like, she, I'm just over it. She, she Bianca Rhea, tried though, and got defeated. And don't come with my girl. Like she <laughs> don't come with my girl like, like she already had her chance. I don't know. I just I wanted to see somebody new go for the title, not two women that have gone after it already and lost. I understand it's a new champion. But, like, the NXT women's title picture has literally been the same for, like, over a year. And I'm over it. So, they need to move along. So, who would you have rather, who would you have rather won then? I don't know. I just wanted anybody that was new. Just anybody. Yeah, but remember, whoever won this was going to take over. So, it would have had to be, it couldn't have been anybody new. Why? Unless it was Candice. That would have been fine. Because Mia Yim's got a title shot. EO, Bianca, they're all out. Shane is out. I don't know. I just didn't I'm, care. I didn't want I'm any hype. of them. I'm hype. I'm fucking hype. Rhea Ripley versus Bianca Belair. I think Rhea's probably going to win. You think? And... I mean, come on. She's obviously going to win. Bianca's not winning. Well, let's, not, let's not get crazy. Okay? Let's not get crazy. Let's not, let's not get crazy before I go on Etsy and I order a fucking Bianca Belair bag and shirt custom made by her okay i mean you do you if that's what you like you can get it that doesn't mean i have to like her oh i guess i'm wearing my bianca belair shirt that i never wear because it has fucking glitter on it and it gets all over fucking everything no because if you get that on my carpet you're the one that's gonna be vacuuming (laughs) you're coming to my place to watch that that's in portland that's not at world's collide okay you can wear your shirt (laughs) i was gonna say world's collide it's tony versus fucking confused about the two i know it's weird i think world's have- collide is basically a takeover with just they try to have a different name and i'm just not with it it's rumble weekend which is weird and then february they're doing their own thing on a sunday none the fucking less wait the february thing is on a sunday i don't really think this yep <sighs> yep i guess you're not coming all right everybody <laughs> just not coming. you basically told me that without telling me that Wait, february uh, what so- 16th i think my son might be starting his winter recess it would be easier if he is because i take him to school in the morning 
yo, he can stay, yo, stay up all night, bro. Teachers are like, why are you tired? He's like, I was well, watching I'm not fucking bringing NXT. Him. No way. He's I was not watching staying NXT, the, that bro. Late, traveling that late. No, thank you. Listen, if you don't, if you don't bring him, who's gonna just sit in front of my figures thing, nice and polite, and like a sweetheart, wanting to play with all the toys, but doesn't play with all the toys. Who? What? Aiden. Oh. Remember last time yeah. he just sat like Indian style was looking and it was like he won't touch nothing. Okay, first but he'll of all, stare. He calls it crisscross applesauce. Okay. Crisscross applesauce. What is he? Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross? That's what they call it in school. And I just taught him you know, that's not what they're to touch you things you, that are not. You know that's their tag team name, right? No, it's not. Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross, their tag team name is Bliss Cross Applesauce. Okay, that's really stupid. I think it's fantastic. I think it's honestly really <laughs> stupid, but I think it's great. Whatever. You're short. Alexa Bliss is short. Short girls gotta stick together. Okay, that was stupid. Well, whatever. I thought it was good. You know, this fucking... is a long ass show here. Oh well, I don't care. <laughs> we do what we want. The first fucking ten seconds, are you laughing because you mess up the, the class? It's not. <laughs> Shut up. <It's... laughs> well, to to kind of get us to the the end of the show, um. I want to say my match of the night was Dunn and Riddle versus Andrews and Webster. What about you? Because mm. we had some great matches this week, so it's kind of tough. I think I'll do, agree with you. Do, 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 I think I'm going to agree nice. with you. Nice. 2020, you're agreeing with me a lot. I'm liking this. I'm liking this. And my move of the night is what I talked about earlier where uh, Swerved front-flipped and Leo Rush back-flipped out of the ring at the same time. I thought that was really cool. I'm going to choose the um, counter into the stunner by Andrews. From Andrews, that was another great move. It was fantastic. Um, now to end the show, we want to try something new. Um, MJ put out a tweet on our Twitter at WhoGotNextPod. Mm-hmm. Make sure you guys follow us if you haven't. Uh, show a friend. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to then tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Okay. Well, they're no friend longer going to do that because friends. you're annoying. <laughs> I just, so at first I was just going to say tell a friend to tell a friend, but then I knew that if I kept saying it, you'd get annoyed. That's why I did that. Um, but we put, she put it out there for you guys to access some questions. So now she's going to read some of those questions and we're going to answer them live on the show. Okay. So go ahead. Well, I guess we kind of answered this. This is from Wade. Um, about the shocking outcome between time splitters and the girls are young vets. So we kind of already touched on that. We talked about yeah, it earlier. Uh, yeah, we did. Uh, it was very shocking because the Grizzle young vets are such fucking heels. Usually the, they give these like random teams the win and then they lose in the next round. But I don't know. It was cool. It was so cool to see them. Um, Brett at Sin City Brett said to talk about his girl Shotzi Black getting the rub of eliminating Shayna. So, and and I'm I'm dying to get your opinion on this. My biggest fear with Shotzi Blackheart is she's going to become too much of a character and they're going to, because she's, she has tons of charisma with the green hair and the fucking, the like, uh, whatever helmet that she wears to the ring and she like fucking howls like a wolf for no reason. Uh, I feel like what she does. I don't know her. I I I know of her. I've always like so seen she does her, this thing. She goes she goes oh 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 oh. If you watch back when she eliminates Shayna, she does it, but the crowd is cheering so loud you don't hear her do it. But she does that. Oh. I saw her at an indie show in 
I think it was Brooklyn that I was at with Wade. And uh, yeah, that was the first time I got to see her live. She's really good. It's just, she's very much a character. And I, I, I fear like they're going to just fucking pigeonhole her into being that type of person. Uh, I think it's really cool that they gave that moment of someone eliminating Shayna to someone new like Shati, which is awesome. Right. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, Jermaine. At I am Jermaine. That's actually really clever. I never noticed that. Hey. <laughs> um, what did you think about the two-person booth with Beth and Morrow? He said that uh, it was very refreshing and enjoyed their commentary. So I think it's really good. Uh, I don't personally like three-man booths because I feel like there's always a the third person always gets left out. Now with good commentating teams, that third person switches. Some nights is Beth. Some nights is Nigel. Some nights is even Morrow. I think after um, when they first brought him back, I think he missed a week after takeover and then he came back the week after i think morrow was kind of out of it like it was more beth and, and nigel to like prove a point kind of uh but I, I love beth phoenix on commentary i think she's fantastic i think she's doing really well in nxt she adds a lot she she calls the moves and she definitely adds a, the sense of realism to it because like you know she was wrestling all that stuff all right and morrow's fantastic mm-hmm. but i didn't miss nigel did you like it better with the i team? actually didn't realize it until he asked that question on our Twitter. I didn't realize it. I noticed it, but I, it wasn't like a huge notice because Marl does talk a lot. Yeah. And Nigel and Beth are always the ones who chime in, so it just sounded like Nigel was being quiet. Yeah, I mean, I, I liked it. I didn't mind it. I didn't... I don't think I missed the other guy, but... Nigel McGinnis, the other guy. <laughs> Nigel. <laughs> Nigel. <laughs> okay. Um... And so Cleveland fan 87, Michael, just wanted, I guess, to talk about Alex Shelley. Shelley and Kushida. Um, he's been a fan of Shelley since the Motor City Machine Guns. And he for sure Hell yeah. still has Motor it. Motor City Machine Guns, baby. But he said, is this Woo! a one-off or does he want to go again? Uh, by their promo, it looks like he does want to go again. It looks like they may Which be I there. hope ends up with Alex Shelley getting signed. Now, Shelley. the whole thing is... Alex Shelley. The whole thing is that you're going to have me start calling him Shelley, and that's going to be a problem. Uh, the the whole thing is we understand that Triple H will give a fucking contract to somebody who deserves it, right? right. If, if Alex Shelley and Kushida are getting these monster reactions, and uh, Alex Shelley, I almost said Shelley, Alex Shelley doesn't, isn't like tied down with New Japan, because I know he wrestles over there a lot. I don't. He will be in this By company. his Twitter, it seemed like he like stopped wrestling for a little bit. Like, oh, maybe he, he did. got like um, he got it like it looks like he got like a degree and maybe like physical therapy and stuff and said that he started working in his field. He like had this like a whole series of tweets and was like talking about like how emotional it was. He was just tearing up wrestling for NXT and all this other stuff. So, yeah. So there you go. He's going to be a, a physical trainer for WWE. <laughs> he was. He said he's coaches. worked with them. Like, he uh. has worked with WWE, like, behind. But then, you know, during while he was doing all this or whatever, Kushida was shining in NXT. And now they're, like, together and he's thanking the fans and saying because of them, the fans, the time slitters, are, are back together. 
you know. Hell yeah. So. so good. Hopefully this means he gets a contract and we get to see a lot of good feuds coming out with the tag team division. They focused on the women a lot last year. I want the focus to go back on the tag teams because that's NXT does tag team wrestling better than anything WWE does. Definitely. I mean, that's not hard, but well, I mean, they, they, they do. still do it. And one thing they do yeah. do better, which I noticed this episode, is that they can build a feud without like them this. like fucking well this. like it's not even just that like when they have a feud they're not having like the people face each other in different ways consistently every week so like if like roman reigns and baron corbin have a a feud then it's like roman reigns versus with somebody else versus baron corbin and like a tag match yeah. and they're like consistently against each other wwe the nxt doesn't really have them get like too physical like in a match besides like jumping each other yeah. until they have their True. actual match and that's what i like about nxt they're not like over like indulging on a feud before and by the time you get to the pay-per-view you're like all right i'm sick of these two against each other already you know 100% true. Uh, on Corey Graves' podcast this week, he actually talks about that because he was talking about how he hates that um, before like a, a new contender faces a champion, they always beat them in a match. And he was like, can we just have a feud start off where they don't even touch each other until the pay-per-view? Right. So like you said, that's something NXT does so good. Right. And then I think the last one is from Undisputed Future Podcast at podcast underscore UF. Um, probably obvious, but thoughts on Mercedes Martinez joining the already stacked NXT women's division. We kind of touched on that earlier. Um, an opinion on doing an NXT Super Takeover Portland prediction show? I don't know what that means. If we would do a prediction show, we'll do our predictions on here. I don't really like doing prediction shows. We're both super busy as it is. It's hard yeah. to enough to just get here to record. <laughs> and listen, Grey's Anatomy is coming back. Yes, we're gonna next lose MJ. week. Oh my god! But I don't know. I think that might have been a really loud yell. But um, I'm upset with Grey's Anatomy right now, and just trying to work through my feelings and see how it's gonna go. That's all. Listen, it, it's chugging along to the end. It's, it ain't gonna be around for much longer. At this point, I mean, let's not. Just saying. Let's not. I can't <laughs> get it right now. Uh, so yeah, probably no prediction show. Um. We're still trying to figure out if we want to do, like, live shows after these takeovers. It's just hard because we live so far away and we got to drive home or something like that. I don't know. Maybe in the future. But right now, no prediction shows, no after shows, no nothing. Just everything on this show right now. And there we go. Those are a few questions that we got. Well, good. Thank you guys for writing in. Uh, if you guys want to follow the show and if you guys want to write in your own question... At Who Got Next Pod on Twitter. You can write it whenever you want. We'll save it. We'll answer it on the show next week. Mm -hmm. Keep track of the questions, though, because uh, if you write a question that was already asked, we're probably not going to answer it. But yes, we definitely want to start incorporating you guys more in the show. It was a great idea by MJ. She gets all the credit. Thank you. I didn't tweet this week, so I didn't get screamed at. Um, oh my goodness. Get over that. <laughs> it wasn't that you tweeted, it was that you didn't tell me. You're a typical guy, and you're not listening to what I'm actually saying. You know, sometimes I think that, like, as friends, we couldn't get closer. And then I, I can just, like, poke you. And you'll be like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I get the fucking reaction I want. That's uh, so great. It's so funny. Um, it's so funny. So, yeah. Anything else before we get out of here? Where can they follow you on Twitter? MJ underscore Santi. Two eyes. 
And if you want to follow me, it's at who got next pod because uh, that's the only one I use. No, uh, he doesn't even use thank that. You. So. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Fuck. <laughs> okay, so if you want to follow uh, him, questions too bad. Just tweet me yeah, exactly. on one of my If you want to follow me, tweet MJ and she will send me a picture of your tweet exactly. through text. Um, well, thank you guys for listening. Another great week of NXT. Another great week of podcasting. We will see you later, alligators. <clears throat> Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening. And who got next? <laughs>